Ketsuvas, Perik Aleph, Mishnah Zayin, 1-7. This Mishnah follows on the previous and is quite similar to it. Here we have another claim um, that he and her are fighting, the, the husband and wife, regarding her not getting divorced, whether she's entitled to her Ketsuva. The man's going to be tining, he doesn't have to pay her Ksuba because it was a Mekach Taos, he was misled. And she's going to say, uh, no, it wasn't a Mekach Taos, and the facts were, as we'll explain in the Mishnah in a moment. And therefore, uh, if you want to divorce me, of course, that's your prerogative, because you can always divorce, a man can divorce a wife uh, without her consent in the Mishnah, like we said before. But you have to pay at least, um, in this case, it'll be a hundred Zuz, as we'll explain in a moment. So the Mishnah says, Heomeris, they both, they got engaged. They got married. The next morning, he says, I didn't find Basulim, and therefore, not only am I divorcing her, I refuse to pay her because it was a Mekach Taos. Vahiyomeris, she responds and says, no, it wasn't a Mekach Taos. Mukas, mukas eats Ani. I'm just injured. Mukas eats literally, again, means I was injured by a piece of wood, but it means, figuratively, I lost my Basulim, but not through a man, through some kind of injury. Now, she is claiming this happened before the Arison, before they got engaged. And therefore, according to the Chachamim, which is the Halacha, she actually is only entitled to 100 Zos, not 200 Zos. But she's rejecting the idea of it being a Mekach Taos, uh, you know, a, a transaction that occurred under false pretenses. Because the presumption is that if she had only been a Mukas 8, and that's all, he wouldn't have objected to marrying her. He might have only given her 100 Zos Ksuba, but... You don't not marry a girl necessarily just because she's a Mukas H, she's injured, that's not considered to be sufficient enough. In contrast, if it turns out she actually was really a, a, a Ba'ula, she'd slept with a man before, then certainly it is a Mekachta, because a person might not want that at all. So her Taina is, it's true I didn't have Basulim, but the reason why is because I was injured. The injury happened before we got married, and therefore I'm conceding it's just 100 Zuz, but if you want to divorce me, you have to pay me. Vu Omer Loki, he says, not necessarily, again, Loki, like in the previous Mishnah, is a Tainus Shema. He doesn't know for a fact when she lost her Basulim, but he's saying, I don't believe it. Eladrusas Ishat. As far as I'm concerned, I don't trust you. I believe that you are a Drusas Ish. Again, it's a ugly expression. Literally, it means you've been trampled by a man. You know, figuratively, it means you've slept with a man. And therefore, it's a Mekach Taos, and I'm not, and when I divorce you, as I am, I'm not paying you anything for your Ksuba. So, Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Eliezer, the same as the last two, Omrim Ne'emenes, they say she's believed, meaning when he divorces her, he has to pay her ksuba. A ksuba of 100, not 200, but nevertheless he has to pay the ksuba of the 100. Why? Because it's the same as before. First of all, she's having a tainus bari. She's saying, I'm certain it happened to me as an injury. I know for a fact I never slept with a man. He's saying a shema. He's saying maybe not. So that's... Not going to be enough to tip the scales to extract the hundred zuz out of him, but at least it's a point in her favor, tipping the scales a little more in her favor, although still so far tipped against her because of, of Hamotzim Chavir Lavaraya. She still has the burden of proof, and she hasn't brought enough proof to extract money. But in addition, she has a chazaka on her side. The chazaka is that she's got a chazka's kasha. So when she was born, she wasn't a bula. She didn't sleep with a man on day one, and therefore she'd be entitled to 200 zuz. Although we are conceding there's no basulim here now, we'll say that the chazaka is, the presumption persists, the halachic status quo persists, that we assume she never slept with a man, and therefore she's entitled to 200 zuz. That's her, that's her, that's the status quo. And in addition to that, she also has a migu. 
she has the claim that, believe me, that I'm making this claim, which is less advantageous to me, because if I had intentions of lying, I'd make a more advantageous claim. What's that? She's claiming that she, she's conceding she was injured, but she's claiming it happened before the Arison, before they got engaged, called the first step of marriage. If she claimed that the injury happened after Arison, so then would be like in the previous mission of saying, she'd say, listen, you, I'm a 200 Zuz girl, so I got an injury, that was circumstances beyond my control, but the bottom line is, it's, you know, your mazel which caused it, so to speak, it's your field which was inundated, so to speak, it's your problem, not my problem, and therefore you want to divorce me, fine, but you have to pay me 200 Zuz, because when we engaged, got engaged, the ksuba, I was entitled to the 200 Zuz ksuba. So she's not claiming that, she's saying, I'm con- she's conceding that it was before they got engaged, and therefore she's entitled to just 100. But the point is she has a migu, which says, believe me that I'm saying that you owe me 100 because I could have made a claim which made you owe me 200. And therefore, says Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Lezer, um, her her Bari claim plus her Chazkaz Kashos plus her Migu um, entitles her to, yes, be able to extract the 200 Zuz, uh, excuse me, the 100 Zuz, and if you divorce her, he has to pay. On the other hand, Rabbi Yeshua Omer, exactly as before, Lomi Pia Anuchayin. Literally, we don't live from her mouth, but it means figuratively, you know, we're not just going to rely on her, take her word for it. He says, no, we have to assume the worst, that indeed she was with a man. Until she brings a proof to the contrary, to her claim. Because until then, we have to assume, listen, the bottom line is, um, the Chazkas Mamon, the status quo where the money is, that, that hundred zuz, which is in the husband's pocket, it's going to stay there. And we're not going to override the all-powerful rule of the burden of proof, the onus is on her to bring proof, just because she has this claim. Her claim alone won't do it. And even though she also has a chazaka of chazkas kashras, that chazkas kashras isn't going to be strong enough to overcome the chazkas mamon, the moment being in its status quo where it is in his pocket. And as far as the migo goes, Rabbi Shua holds, listen, we don't, a migo is never strong enough to take money out of someone's pocket, so it doesn't help anything. And therefore, according to Rabbi Yeshua, he divorced her and pays her nothing until she brings a proof. Um, Halach, however, is like the Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Lezer, which means she is believed and she does get her 100 zuz.